hey, I want to go start my own thing. And I, I think I want to do it right now and start, you know, when I'm young, when, you know, I can take big risks. So now we're recording. Um, I'm your host, Mason Hunter. I'm your host, Nathan Searing. And we have joining us today, Jono Ebert with Alto Water. Yep. Yeah. So those are voices, what we sound like. Um, and we're all college students, including you, Jono. Yeah. That's still correct? That is correct, as of, <laughs> as of now. Um, again, some people, you know, I get, I get different advice. I don't know. Some people have been mentioning maybe I should call, call it and, and bag the degree, but it's uh, it's been it's important to me to get a degree, and I've already been through two years, and so even though I may never use it for a job, I uh, yeah, still in still in school, BYU business management, and that that's a that's a hotly debated thing. Like you have a successful business, right? So why personally are you going through to get your degree? Um, so my wife runs a company out of Orem, uh, Press Floral. Oh, and, oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if, I don't know. You may have heard of it, okay. may not. Yeah. But they do wedding flower preservations. And, uh, she started taking off. And again, same, she was at BYU. She's a finance major. And she got a lot of people telling her, hey, you know, you're, sacri- you're you know, as an entrepreneur, time is your most valuable asset. And, yeah. Yeah. you're sacrificing that for a degree that you'll never even use. And, and I think that's why it does get debated, you know, yeah. as, yeah. um, and so, but it was important to her. Um, it's, it always ha- has been. And, uh, so she ended up getting it and that's been a great example to me as well, uh, <laughs> is, you know, if she can get a finance degree from BYU, um, then, then I can, I can push through it and, and get mine as well. So I'm, I'm part-time bar- barely kind of scratching the surface, but, but doing doing as much as I can. So that's awesome. I think my thought too is that it's you, you never want to have a pessimistic outlook, but it's a fallback yeah. as well. I mean, totally. Whatever whatever happens, you're qualified with that degree for yeah. anything you want to take on. Yeah, and I have decided to at least finish you know my bachelor's because I actually enjoy it. Yeah. Like I like the classes I'm in and what yeah. I'm learning about. I'm telling you, I asked, man. I, I actually, I love, I loved it. it I loved is it. So it's cool. heavy, but it's good. It's man. So cool. Yeah, it's good. It's heavy because they're trying to teach you so much totally. so fast. Totally, you got to be done. But like man. the subject matter is awesome. Yeah. Um, so that's cool. And so, where did your like entrepreneurial journey start? Um, that's a good question. <laughs> I, I, uh, I don't know, man. I, I honestly, I feel like I've always wanted to do my own thing and loved kind of the hustle and just, you're going to make your own, you're going to make it on your own and it's up to you. And there's no outside thing that's going to determine, Hey, I'm not going to give this kid an opportunity. I'm, you know, but it's up to you and up to, you know, each one of us to go out there and, and, and do it and make it happen. Um, in high school, I was going, I, I, the first kind of entrepreneur, entrepreneurial, I don't know, venture, I guess I pursued was in high school when my buddy and I went and bought tons of bags of, uh, what what is it? Water softening salt. And so super random went to home Depot, bought it. They're like eight bucks a pop, seven bucks a pop. And we, I think we saved up money from mowing lawns that we would do. 
and went and put whatever two three hundred dollars into this bought a bunch of bags of salt and then started going door to door upselling them for like 15 bucks and my neighbor called my parents and said hey i got you know jonos around here trying to upsell us on something that we go and buy each week. But, uh, <laughs> they all knew. They all knew. They all knew. And, you know, I think it, being a bit ignorant to, to life and what people's view on you is, is, is important as an entrepreneur because you just have to go out there and kind of make it happen. Have, so, the, have a little bit of audacity. Ha, have a little, yeah. No, that's, <laughs> that's true. So that was the first um, kind of, I guess, uh, I company I started. It, it, it was what is water softening salt? So water softening salt is basically it just takes out um, it makes hard water with all the minerals in it that you see you know in your shower heads or on your dishes they'll be like white minerals that dry onto it or it's all spotty if you can picture kind of your shower head or whatever um, that that is the hardness of the water and the water softening salt softens it you know and, and allows it to be not as minerally, I guess. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. So, so that's that's an interesting idea. Did you did you think everyone had a water softener? No, dude. I I had no. I think I looked up. I think we looked up something like what door to door businesses or top businesses to start or one of those classic like YouTube videos you gotta look up. Easiest ways to make money yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. And I. I really have no idea. That's a good. And now being in an actual water business that I started, I had no, this is, it's just kind of funny, man. It full circle moment. It's full circle. Or full Back circle to the moment. origin yeah. story. Yeah. So you always, you kind of always wanted to make your own. Yeah. Wait, so let's talk what got you into the water business. So, and, and yeah, so really quick on the, on the entrepreneurial path, I served my mission uh, LDS mission in Japan, um, Fukuoka came back and I always wanted, I always wanted to start my own business, but I thought that my, it would be later on in the career. And so I kind of, I actually started out with a investment banking want. I, I, I kind of wanted to go down the banking route and, um, I think I wanted to do it because I, you hear about the money stories and it's where all the money's at. And, uh, I went and worked up at a startup in Salt Lake um, that did a, a construction tech communication between general contractors and their subs. And uh, while I was there, three of the founders, brilliant people, Stanford founders, they really smart guys. And I would talk to them about it and they were venture backed. And so we kind of had that piece where the investor would come in and chat with us and I had a decent relationship with them. And, it was there I sort of realized, hey, banking isn't the route I want to do. And I saw them starting their own thing and how it's uncertain and fast-paced and you're wearing all sorts of hats. And that's where I really wanted to, you know, go and start a company. Um, and I'm kind of jumping around on timeline here. But prior to that was when I first heard about this water business um, idea from my two buddies that I eventually started it with. Um, they're like a... I think I mentioned prior to the podcast, uh, their family had been in the industry for 20, 25 years at a water store up in Salt Lake City and had done super well. Um, and so my two buddies came to me and said, hey, I, we talked to them. They're interested. Or, 
you know, anyway, they came to me saying, Hey, we want to start this business. Like, would you want to do this with us type of deal? And they, they were sort of dabbling with the idea, but again, I was like, Hey, I got my own path. I want to follow. And eventually that led to, um, once I sort of, again, went up to Salt Lake, got this kind of the startup bug or the, you know, (laughs) Hey, I want to go start my own thing again. And that, um, and I, I think I want to do it right now and start, you know, when I'm young, when, you know, I can take big risks and, and really see if I can make this happen, um, was when I went back to them and I, and I'd always, I always believed in the idea. The second I heard it, I was like, Hey, this is, this is something people do and all over. I mean, California, there's hundreds of water stores out there and, but in Utah, I know of like three. Um, and so I sort of saw maybe, a potential wave coming here and so I, I was really hyped on the idea and uh, anyway afterwards went up, went to them and said hey boys let's let's give it a shot and, and that's kind of where we're at awesome. so awesome. what let's go through what you offer a customer yeah so we do ultra purified and alkaline water um, and our water is purified through a reverse osmosis system so pretty a general pretty much just a general you buy your Arrowhead or Dasani or mm-hmm. most of those waters you can look and it says, you know, purified by reverse osmosis, same deal. Um, we, uh, but our, our, you know, my favorite water and, and kind of the water that is our showcase, I guess, product is that alkaline water, which is just more oxygenized water. Um, and we, we promote it to, you know, athletes and active individuals who are looking for, you know, your body's made up of 70% of water. And so, um, I mean, it only makes sense that you want to make sure it's clean, it's, you know, high quality and you're drinking a lot of it. And so, especially in Utah, I mean, we will test our tap water from Provo and, 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 Draper, <laughs> and it's, dude, it's, it's, I mean, look, I used to drink tap, I used to drink straight out of the hose. I think everyone oh, did growing oh, yeah, up, yeah. but, uh, it's pretty wild. Dude, so one of my apartments um, after just getting married, it was a studio in like this ancient oh. house, and we could not. Literally, when you signed the lease, they gave you a pamphlet that said like, "Don't yeah. drink the water; Dude. it's lead. It's like yeah. laced with lead." That's crazy. So man. the water problem in this city specifically is pretty. Crazy. Bro, it's crazy. And like I said, man, your your body sucks up water. I mean, it needs water. You can't, you know. And so the it's crazy, man. The fact that what what we've been drinking is is <laughs> crap. Man. Well, I'm curious because you're like an athlete yourself with triathlon mm-hmm. things. I've seen mm-hmm. just on LinkedIn yeah. and stuff. Um, so have you been able to experiment with different kinds of water, like that alkaline water, with your own like athletic experience too? Um, I'm a, I'm biased, obviously, <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, I I love it, man. I love it. I and I feel like any athlete or in fitness i mean you know you guys both are fit lifters and everything and uh i mean you're always looking for the edge that that can give you you the smallest things can give you the biggest biggest uh difference and that's with anything in life but especially in athletics i feel like um athletes are always trying to find you know that one extra thing or that one special thing or how do i improve this area of my training or my recovery and and yeah that alkaline water Again, I don't think it's going to, alkaline water, is it going to give you 
super wings and super speed, <laughs> may, you know, maybe not, but, but I, switch your pre-workout. Yeah, no, no, seriously, seriously. <laughs> I, I, I do think, I do think that stuff like that and what you consume is, is so important. So, That's cool. yeah, so I'm yeah. curious about like from the business standpoint, um, you know, now we know kind of what you provide, but how do you go from like zero to customer number one and then yeah. from like customer number one to having a sustainable yeah. business? Like however many customers that is, I don't know, a yeah. hundred, a thousand. Yeah. Uh, so how do you take those stepping stones? Kind of hop into it. Dude, that's the hardest, hardest <laughs> part. Like it, it really is. And when we were first starting out and look, I, I've been doing the water store for six months now, uh, just, uh, maybe almost a year. Like it, it is, it is very baby stages, but I do feel like we have transitioned out of the, is this thing even going to survive? And, and, and that, that was a big part for us is, Hey, we need to break even as fast as we can because we only have a certain, certain amount of runway left that we can work with before yeah. we're going to have to pull the plug on this. And so, um, I don't know, man, you kind of, you hear it from like different people, but it's, it's who's, who's going to want it and who's going to go out and make it happen. And for us, we went and knock, knocked doors for months whenever, you know, right now we're having a record snowfall. So winter's been slow, but, um, yeah, man, like we, we knocked doors and ran ads and called businesses and emailed businesses and, it, it sucks some days, but you just, you just got to make it happen. And you mentioned having a short runway, mm -hmm. right? And that's a lot of times, no startup fails because they don't have enough money, mm -hmm. right? It's always, a lot of times having a lot of startup cash can give you a false sense of security. So you don't do the hard like work, yeah, yeah. like making sure you grow now yeah. or stop, yeah. right? So that, that actually, I mean, do you think that not having a huge amount of, Comfort in that helped you get out there and make sure you. Hundred percent, dude. Like, this is it, man. Like, I this is. I mean, even if I'll survive after this, it's like, uh, just my pride on the line. <laughs> 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 like, look, like, I, I mean, I I love whether it was the Ironman triathlon or starting a business or getting into BYU or whatever it is. I have heard so much just you know crap and things said behind, you know about me like oh he can't you know he's not gonna be able to do this he won't be able to do that and I it just comes when you put out when you say you're gonna do something um I mean people don't like to hear that I guess I don't know and so it's honestly been back against my wall hearing you know thinking I heard these people I heard what I heard the talk and um, look, talk is cheap, man. Like people can say whatever they want, but it's the people that go out and, and make it happen that, that end up finding success in their lives. And, and that's when you get the, get respect that you, I, you know, everyone deserves, but, um, I, I do think for sure. I mean, having that comfort of, Hey, you know what, if this fails, whatever, or we have so many months to find, you know, get this figured out. And so I, I, I don't really care. I think that can be a dangerous thing. It can be a good thing if you, you know, if you can use it right. But sure. I, I think one part that really helped us was, yeah, having, having, this was it, man. We got to go out and get sales or, or this isn't going to happen. So. Yeah, you got that urgency keeping you. Totally. Working. Is, uh, is a larger part of your business 
like individuals, like homes or other businesses? N number wise, more residential homes, but our contracts with um, both commercial businesses um, and we do emergency water prep for retirement homes in the area. Uh, those two things obviously make us a lot more money. Um, okay. So it's sort of, you know, I, we, we prefer, we serve our residential clients and we love them. Our, you know, th th those contracts are a lot smaller. So, you know, we need yeah. a lot more of those yeah. too. And you're maintaining a lot more customer relationships. Whereas with a commercial deal, you're, um, I mean, it's, it's a lot higher. You're making more money off of one single person or one single bit, you know, and it's, it's easier to manage. So the high, high ticket, high ticket items to sell is, is awesome because you don't need to sell as much. So. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So your, your, your two business partners, mm -hmm. they came to you with this idea mm -hmm. and you said that they, their families were already involved yep. in the water business. So yep. what was that? How did that help jumpstart what you're doing? How connected were the, um, awesome. the businesses? Yeah, no. So we, we, uh, they're right up in Salt Lake. Um, they're called water and wellness. They're an awesome, we, you know, we love them and, and want them to do like, there's been no feeling of competitiveness or anything. It's been a lot more of, Hey, we hope you guys are doing well. We really want to build a good community of people. You know, we, we, we just want to bring clean drinking water and awareness to everyone in Utah. Um, and there's, there's enough to go around and just like any other industry. So, um, they've been a ton, they've helped us out a ton and given us a lot of advice and, and kind of direction and which has been awesome. And, um, anyway, it's, it's, it's been a good, good relationship with them. They, they've been That's awesome. awesome. So. so it was more inspiration to do what you do totally, and, yeah, and not, exactly. not like a brand. No, 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 like straight, you know, they, they pushed my two business partners. Hey, you, you know, you guys should do it. Feel free you know, go, go, Very go cool. out and, and, uh, make it happen. So they're awesome. But how do you like having two co-founders? It's good. Yeah. It's, good. it's awesome. They're two of my best friends. So, um, mm -hmm. I mean, basically brothers, I see them <laughs> from sun up until sundown and, and, uh, I've known them my entire life. One of them is my age. The other one is two years older. Mm -hmm. And, uh, they're actually brothers, legitimate, legitimate <laughs> brothers. And so, Bruce. and the kid, my age, he, uh, he and I have been, best friends since high school. And, and so, um, it's been awesome. So what, what do you think has helped in your business help, uh, you keep any tension out of that relationship? Um, a lot of times friends that go into business together. Oh, yeah. is pretty no, bad. We, uh, no, I mean, there's always, we will, uh, we'll, we'll bark at each other and there, <laughs> there's, there's tension sometimes, but it's all good. And I, and I think we all have the same exact we, we all have the same goals in mind and, and, and same, um, same thing that we want to get out of the business. And, and so that, that helps a lot is knowing that all of us want the same for the company. And so even if we disagree on something, it's, um, it's all in, in good, in goodwill. And, and we all want, we, we, we all mean well. So yeah, we, yeah. we work through it and communication is key. So, it sucks sometimes, but just talking through it and, and being open-minded about other people's opinions is, is important to make sure you do. But again, I mean, I see these guys not only every day out of the business, but weekends. I mean, 
our wives are friends and, and we do group dates together and all that good jazz. And so it's, it's, it's a good time. So your, 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 your relationship is good enough that if there is a business concern, it's so easy and natural. Oh, so easy. There's never so tension. Easy. Yeah. Right. No, they're, they're good guys. So we, we work well together and, and it's awesome. I mean, look, there's pros and cons on going into business with other people. So it's not all your stuff. You know, you do have to compromise and you have to work together. And I think that's an important thing to learn in whatever you do. Um, but it all, there's also, and you kind of hear the cons, the crazy stories, the bad stories. Hey, never going to business with your family, never going to business with your buddies. And, and I get that and I can see where problems arise in those situations. But again, if, um, and, and you do have to be careful, but, but luckily I have two good business partners and it's been awesome. So that's great. That's yeah. Well, I would ask like, how do you source your water? Okay. We, uh, so we pull water just from the municipal water, so city water. And then it's actually, there's too many, too much stuff in the water that if we run it straight through our reverse osmosis machine, it'll break it because there's so many <laughs> contaminants and minerals and stuff. Just so people realize what they're putting in their body. That's how much stuff is in there. Just, uh, but, uh, we run it through our carbon backwash filter and that, that takes out the big stuff. And then it goes through our reverse osmosis filter, then another micron filter, and then one, one more, um, kind of membrane before it's, you know, fully, it, uh, purified, I guess. Mm-hmm. And it actually, a lot of times, you know, what, what it, it, we're opening a storefront up in Draper, like a retail storefront rather than a warehouse where we're just doing all distribution out of, cool. and our water will be basically zero water. So absolutely not zero parts per million, absolutely zero. Um, which you're, I mean, you can't get any more pure than that, which, which will be great. And, and a lot of people want, um, and then our outline water is just that, but we'll throw back in, uh, trace minerals and, uh, you know, again, oxygen minerals and stuff like that to, to alkalinize the water. So, so those that I, I imagine that's not small equipment. No, so is this, yeah. was, was this ever outsourced? Did you guys purchase machines right off the bat, man? And, and that was another thing that I don't know, looking back on it, if it was a good decision or not, I mean, it was a good decision because it worked, it worked you know, yeah. I, I, I don't regret what we did because we're, we're up and running, but, uh, I will say it's, it's risky, man. I mean, we, we put in, I, you know, I think equipment and everything we started out with between 70 and $80,000 worth of equipment and supplies and a van and stuff like that, mm-hmm. which has Three college students is, is is not 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 cheap. So was it out of pocket for all of you, or did you go to any family? So we we raised, or I don't even want to say raised. We got basically a charity <laughs> check of thirty, which you know was was very kind, and uh, and then um, from each, and then everything else we split between us three, mm-hmm. which um, it's just how it is, man. You gotta you yeah, gotta put yeah. some skin in the game, so. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. So by getting water from the city, you have your center where you treat it. 
Mm-hmm. And is that just like literally you just turn on the tap, turn on the tap in and then you start treating it. Yep. So it's piped directly to all of our machinery and flip on the tap. And then it comes out the other side in a big tank. And then when we want to get production rolling, we flip it on and, and let water through and fill up our, our bottles. So where do you source your bottling materials? A bunch of different places. So uh, we have a local water guy that helps us out with our main water equipment. Um, We got our tank from, I don't even know, some online like (laughs) tank company. Yeah, big something like that. And then, uh, and then bought again, bottles was from someone else. So that, that was, I do, it would be awesome to probably condense everything into one person, but right now we're, we, we got our uh, hands in a bunch of different bowls. So. Was that to find the best deal on each yeah. thing? Yeah, yeah. Right. best deal. Again, you got to stay, stay lean. <laughs> so, I mean, that's another Absolutely. thing is, you, I don't know, I, I feel like we've, we've been able to stay lean. I mean, our overall, all of our costs are, we keep them low and, and that's really important. Um, to do like keeping your indirect cost down where, Hey, if I'm, if everything else fails and we just are required to pay this much every single month is really important because look like you are, you know, there's always a chance that you do fail. And if all of a sudden you have this huge overhead that you're having to cover as a college student, it, it can be painful. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it it's, it's been good. It's been good. So is it, um, are there, do you have any employees, I guess? Is it, is it just you three guys? Uh, it's just us three. And then we have a head of social media. We, uh, just barely a little, uh, BYU student and, uh, they do, they do a great job helping us out in, uh, our, we're not the most creative bunch, you know? And so having someone that's a little bit on that side, uh, has been awesome, but yeah, that's great. That's it. Hopefully. Cause I'm just curious. You know, it, it then it's you guys driving the truck around too. Like you're doing everything, wearing all the hats, wearing all the hats. And that, I mean, that does wonders for keeping costs. Yeah, around. yeah, 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 yeah. So keeping, yeah, doing all the work yourself, keeping costs as low as you can, um, not over leveraging yourself and your business or your personal life or whatever it is, man. Are you approaching, or do you see yourselves approaching? a level of business where you three can't cover what you're engaged in? Um, I think we see, we see, see that in the horizon. It, it, we see the things that'll make, make that happen. But I mean, we still got, it's a little way guess, off. yeah, it's, it's a little way off. So right. we still got gas in the tank. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, no, it's been, it's been good. And, and since the beginning, we, we all kind of agreed, Hey, until we're all working, 14, 15 hour days where let's just stick to keep it to us. And then, and then we can go hire out people to do kind of the easiest tasks first, you know, low, you know, again, yeah. keep your costs low. So you, you want to be, do be doing the most important or most, uh, technical job until, until you can afford to pay someone to do that. So, Absolutely. Yeah. so I guess specifically you, your water company. Mm-hmm. So when you, you mentioned residential and, business to business mm-hmm. contracts. What are you delivering? Are you working with five gallon jugs? jugs? Yeah. 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 So we, we do plastic five gallon mm-hmm. jugs and just barely opened our glass jugs, which are really oh, nice. Cool. And 
we've had a couple people that want glass rather than plastic. Um, and so it's been great for them to get that. And then they look a lot better, man. If you, you know, for <laughs> the interior home, I mean, they're super nice straight from Italy. They're expensive, but, but they're, they're, they're worth it, man. They're, they're pretty clean. So, very cool. yeah. So what's the, what's the like timeline from ordering from Italy till it gets to you? We have a, we have a middleman on that. So we, we order from a company that gets it from Italy. Um, but they're actually super quick for, for us. I don't, I don't know, man. I assume, I assume it takes a while. And they're like US based. Yeah, they're so US based. So you just get it from another. Exactly. Okay. I think they're out of like Minnesota or something. I'm right. sure it takes a it hot second to come from, from Italy though. <laughs> Yeah. So is that, is it the same five gallon? Yeah. Uh, so we do three gallon glass, uh, but we had, we had five gallon, but testing it, they're just a lot heavier. I mean, glass is heavier <laughs> than plastic and then you add 40, you know, 40 pounds of water. It, yeah. It can get, it can get pretty heavy. So yeah, but they're, uh, they're good, man. If you guys ever are looking for a really clean looking bottle, glass is the way to go. But we're kind of, we got a bunch of ideas on the horizon. So those are, those are our main things is, is glass and plastic. But, um, like I said, we, we really, we're all athletes and love being in the fitness industry and, and sort of wellness industry. So we have a couple things that we're waiting to push out, um, in the next little bit that'll kind of, uh, what's the word like, uh, expand, expand or, or give our, give our clients something that they can use, you know, in their workouts or, oh, sure. or whatever that is. So we're excited about that. But I'll have to send you guys some stuff once we, uh, once we open it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Hear about yeah. It. yeah. Um, so did you have, um, like a mentor, like a business mentor to help you guys learn, you know, the ropes? So my, my wife is the most kick butt girl I seriously have ever met in my entire life. I mean, and, and she, so she's my mentor every single day. There isn't a thing I really do that isn't ran by her. And she's the, she's the, she's the captain of the ship at the Eber household. And, and, and so she, I, I go to her on everything and she obviously has a lot of experience in startup and started her this press floral or press floral company. Um, and out the water is, looks like a pebble man compared to this, her, her business. So I, I attribute a lot of the things I bring to the table to her. Um, and she, but she actually did connect, um, us with a mentor that she meets with, um, on a weekly basis who, uh, we work closely with and, and yeah, I think mentors are so key. I mean, I think Corbin church always talks about oh, yeah. meeting with mentors and, and people that have done it. I mean, that's the biggest thing you're, you're, you're walking a blind, a blind, you're walking blindly if you don't have someone that's going to help guide you along the way. And so, um, this guy's been awesome. We, we meet with a couple different people, um, you know, as, as much as we can. And we try and get people that, that kind of know what they're doing to, help us out on, on our path because it's, uh, it's tough. I mean, as you guys, I'm sure know, it's, you, you know, it's hard to know what, what to do next steps and, oh, yeah. and sometimes feel like you're just kind of running on a treadmill, not making any distance, you know? So how, um, you went from pursuing an IS degree mm -hmm. to running this business. 
how, were you scared to start this? What what helped push you over the edge to get to get this running? Dude, I it's it is it's all it's all it's my dream, man. I, I every person has their own own path in life and and their own thing they want to accomplish in life. For me, that was not what I thought I wanted it to be. I I, I really my dream went my dream was to end up on my so my sisters in consulting and my cousin they're at top firms going sisters going to Harvard parent you know parents both got their degrees I have friends that are in banking that was what I wanted I, I saw that that was the prestigious route you know BYU sort of funnels people into the corporate hey go go represent BYU well in that route realm and mm-hmm. I, I I think it's awesome man I I it, it's awesome but. I realized quickly after talking with people that that wasn't my dream, you know, and, and looking at the men, the mentors or the influence, like the people that influence my life and seeing, Hey, that's the life. I, that's the career I want to live. Um, really played a big role for me in saying, Hey, I, I have to, I have to take a different route. I have to, I have to do something that I'm going to love doing for the next whatever 50, 60 years until I, I leave this earth, you know, I want to, I want to be happy. And, um, and so I've been, I'm get scared still about, you know, the success of the business or success of my career, but, um, knowing that, you know, at least I'm chasing a dream and chasing what I, what I want out of my life, um, has been, has been a huge part. Um, I, I also think, I don't know, just trust like betting on yourself and no betting on what you're good at is so key to any, anyone's success. Like if there's anyone I could bet on to, for, to make me successful, it's me. You know, I, I it's, it's my life. I'm like, look, I, I don't want my career to be put in the hands of a boss or, you know, some, something I'm not in the control of. And that's the awesome thing about entrepreneurship is it's a lot more uncertain, but if you know what you want and you know what you want to do, it's, you can make it happen. So it's uncertain, but the only one who can, you can affect the results directly. Exactly. So it's dependent on you, which is scary and empowering at the same time. No, totally. No, a hundred percent. But it's, uh, it's good, man. It's, I I love it. I love the uncertainty and it's a battle every day. (laughs) It's a grind every day, but it's good. Good. Yeah. So what, like, what skills did you or do you think most contribute to the success of your business? Like, or another way to phrase it is like, what hats have you had to wear? Mm-hmm. You know? Um. I. Right now, with how small the business is, and I feel like as a founder, you wear every single hat at some point. Um, I feel like, let's see, the I don't know, man. Sales, it comes back to sales and getting revenue. I mean, a, a business will fail if it doesn't make money. And so um, my two buddies and I, or my two buddies and I, we all have done um door-to-door sales in the oh, past sure. and uh, kind of followed the Utah classic <laughs> route, but, but we all, we all partook of the fruit and uh, which, which really, I mean, it, it's helped us a ton just on 
work ethic and selling and getting customers and all that good stuff, um, it really made a, I, I think it, made, it, it makes a big difference every single day. So, um, I feel like being able to sell, being, you know, personable, hard work, um, like there, there are people out there working on exactly what you're doing, whether, or something very similar. And so having that thought and, and, and just knowing if I'm not going to make it happen, someone else will. And I mean, I, I, I think you just gotta, you gotta keep that hunger, hunger every yeah. day. And again, I, I seriously, it's so funny, but it's something that just pushes me is hearing people talk and the, the chatter around, you know, oh, he's not going to do it. He can't finish. He's not, he's too slow. He, he's never done anything that, you know, hard. Like he's just basing it off of this. Like, I love it. I love it. I, I like love it. I can, it, it consumes me, man. It, it's, it, I think about it every all day and it, it keeps the, it's good fuel for the tank. <laughs> That's impressive yeah. that you could take like negative talk. Oh, dude. But I love it. Literally <laughs> I love it. into a positive outcome. Build a multi million dollar water empire on spite alone. <laughs> no, no, man, <laughs> you know, if that's what it takes, man. I, no, it's it's funny, man, but I, it's kind of a weird thing, but I, I really do love it. I don't know. Do you guys follow David Goggins at all? Or have you heard of him? I'm familiar. Okay, yeah. So, ex Navy SEAL. Um, runs ultra marathons, all, all that mm-hmm. good stuff and considered the hardest man on earth. Um, he, he, he kind of, he, he kind of follows that same track and has been sort of someone that I, I, I love his stuff and he's gotten more popular. And so I see his stuff around all the time now, but, mm-hmm. uh, he's kind of funny about that too. And kind of where I took some of that from, but, uh, yeah, man. And whether it's spite or whatever it is, whatever works, man, fill your tank and get ready to, <laughs> Go balls to the wall. So, so like door to door sales is selling to you know th- those residential homes. Mm-hmm. How is it different selling to another business? And I guess what kind of business is buying you know water tanks regularly? Any office buildings that don't have already like an automatic thing. So typically like older buildings or even then like if there's. So like water fountains that are obviously installed in the building that you see, like LK is kind of the big brand that everyone has. Um, I mean, even businesses with those may want them in some of their off, like meeting rooms or break rooms or whatever that is. Um, so the, those type of, type of people will buy it. Dentists, doctor's offices, account tax office. I mean, we have all, all sorts of businesses that just need it. Um, because they don't have other water sources or they want, you know, different water and they don't like the way they're whatever that other water fountain tastes or whatever reason like that. But mm. as far as selling, um, it's all the same pitch is different, but you're, you're selling to an individual. So sometimes yes, you'll, there'll be a team or like a company or like a couple people that you talk to, but they're all yeah. human too. So sure. you just have to convince yeah, exactly. him that they want the water. Look, door-to-door sales, I have such a problem with the way that these kids come back and spend their money and <laughs> and Utah County and Utah in general where it's keeping up with the Joneses mm-hmm. and look at all the money I'm making and all that crap. I have such a problem with that. However, going out and selling was one of the best things that I've ever done. Um, and I literally was so against doing it. And then kind of things fell into place where I was like, all right, I'm going to go 
actually Corbin Church's entrepreneurship class kind of helped influence me to have it as even an option that I was potentially going to do it. And so I went out and did it one summer and, and it was awesome and I'm glad I did it and that's that. But yeah, it, it helps a lot. Yeah. Selling, it's all the same. It's just, you're talking to a human and you might have to change up your pitch depending on if it's a business or a, or a residential home, but do you use like in, in your, I'm sure you have a couple angles you might go at mm-hmm. pitching the water service. Yep. Do you use, Hey, this just looks nice ever. Does that factor into your pitch? Cause well, like a water dispenser is yeah. a nice looking totally. addition in a sleek, business bro. situation. It's like, uh, glass. Yes. The glass looks nice. The glass is a nice looking countertop or, you know, if you know, a nice boutique shop or something, mm-hmm. um, or a restaurant, you know, they don't want some big bulky plastic jug <laughs> out there. And so look wise, we don't usually sell on, Hey, this looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Our glass bottles, which we just came out with was to kind of help with that, that side of the sales pitch or for, mm-hmm. for our, or our customers. I want, you know, a little more aesthetic, um, in their home or, or office. So, yeah. So what have you learned these past, um, you know, six months to a year you were seeing, what have you learned that you wish you had known at the beginning? Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> um, I, uh, let's see. I'm always thinking of, you know, different business ideas, even though the water store is, is where my heart's at and, and, and what I'm doing. Um, however, with other ideas that are whatever business things that I look at or I'm interested in or whatever that the case is, um, or I guess, yeah, things I wish I would have known is the diligence to do on, on your, on your business model. Uh, you go, go do market research, go, go test it before you go all in. We did not really do that at all. And we went $70,000 deep into this. And if that would have been a mistake, that would have been a big mistake. And so luck, we, we came out very lucky, very, very lucky. Now we had a little bit to go come. I will give us credit on the fact that we did go off of a proven business model from Salt Lake. You know, we, we had sort of tested the market, touched the water, but as a founder or I guess a pre-founder of a business, go do as much research as you can do. And that was the big thing with Corbin church was, Hey, go, um, yeah, go, go see if people want your product. Um, see how easy it's going. Yeah. Validation. That validation is huge. Um, and, and I think also looking at how are you going to sell this product? Again, it all comes down to if your business is going to make money and there are a lot of important pieces of the company but the reason I'm an entrepreneur, the reason why a lot of people are is because they want to set themselves up in a way that they can have a flexible lifestyle, have a financially, financially free lifestyle and make, you know, make a lot of money along the way. And, and obviously there's a, that's not the only reason why, but those are big factors and that's all going to come from selling your product. And so, um, I think going out and seeing, hey, this is this is how before you start a company, figure out the best way that you're going to sell your product, so that when you go out and start it, it's you already know what you're doing. Hey, this is this is what works. 
I have a lot of other money I have to put places, but I'm okay investing this money into those areas because if I just do this, I'm going to get 100, 200, 300, 500 customers. You know what I mean? And, and growing that way, um, it's a lot more of a calculated risk rather than you're just you're just putting that on on you know in, in all your eggs in one basket without really knowing where that basket's going. So, I guess that would be the biggest thing. Um, and not that I didn't know this, but and and I think a lot of ignorance is is ignorance is bliss. I think it is really good to just not really know how hard it's going to be. I mean, this has been a grind. Like it, it's, it takes, it takes a ton, a ton of work. There's a reason why you go and meet with, we all, my two business partners and I, whenever we go meet with, you know, some multimillionaire who made it through Chris starting their own business, they're always very like straight to the point. Hey, what, you know, you guys got to do this or they'll talk about their experience when they were grinding, you know, whatever. 13 hours every single day just doing their thing and they'd go home to their wife and it was just on repeat for like, you sort of just say, Oh yeah, like I can do that, whatever. Um, but that ignorance of like how much that really takes out of you, especially when you're in school or you have other things going on or whatever the case is, which every founder does when they start out. Um, I mean, I guess, so that's something maybe that's good not to know before you start a business. <laughs> but, uh, start it before you know too yeah, much. Yeah, start it before you know too much. And, 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 that's a good piece of advice. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's, that's a big reason many people don't is because they hear all about how hard yeah. it is to start a business. Yep. But clearly you don't regret oh, man. this. So I think it's, it's really wise to say, yeah, this is going to be brutal. <laughs> right? Yeah. But you are getting what you want out of it. Well, that's the thing is, look, man, set your goals. And once your goal is set or you find the life you want to live, I think Corbin Church talks about, you know, find someone's life, find someone, someone whose life you want to live or have and go ask them how they did it and go ask them what you need to do to get there. And so once you find out what you want to do, just put your head down and grind and, yeah, I mean it's it's uh it's gonna take a lot, but but it's worth it. I have no regrets at all. I have no regrets. And look again, Alta Water is so early, like it's such a baby right now still. <laughs> but if if it if it all went crashing down in flames, I would without hesitation go pick up and start something else um, somewhere else. So I I mean it, it, it's what I want, and it's again. It's been always, a, I have a dream life that, you know, I'm, I'm working for and, and a dream career that I want and, um, I can ask for anything less or anything more. So it's awesome. That's cool. How are you doing the balancing act? Cause you're, you're part-time in school, mm -hmm. 14 hour days, mm -hmm. wife, I guess not at home, wife at her own yeah, shop. Yeah, yeah. So how do you guys do it? The balancing um, act? so we're all, uh. We're all married, or I guess um, one of my business partners is getting married in June. Um, so we all have our spouses, and, and I think just making sure that they know what's up and know, hey, look, like this is this is my dream, man. Like if if you could support me and and put help push me, like that's all I could ask for, and 
and uh, making sure that they know what you're doing and, and kind of the expectations is huge. And then, um, yeah, man, my grades aren't, I don't have A's, so let's just put it that way. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but I'm, I'm getting the degree. So, uh, just doing again, I, I hate you. Yeah, I never want to say this, but the bare minimum work is, is what you got to do for, you got, you just got to allot your time and, and put it where, where it's, uh, where it's needed. Again, I've, I've thought about dropping out, so I'm not going to, but that, that means that my time towards school is going to be pretty, pretty minimal compared to what I'm doing as a future career that's going to provide for my family and, and me. You know, it's interesting knowing where you can put in the bare minimum is really important. Like people get into a, people worry about doing their best on every part of their life, Mm -hmm. but you don't, need to put in 110% on every activity that you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, finding, finding a balance where you, you know, where, you know, where you need your 110 and you yep. know where 60% is actually going to get you through. Yeah. So that's that. I think that's hugely important in anything, anything, especially yeah. when you're balancing everything you are. Mm-hmm. But also you'd think they'd give you a pass if your business management grades aren't great because you're managing your business. <laughs> <laughs> I know, dude, I, uh, I have my own, uh, I could talk. I could do a whole podcast about BYU, man. I I have my own things that I I pick with them. So I <laughs> trust me, bro. I uh, I but yeah, I agree. You gotta you gotta be able to put like what again. Once you have your dream, man, there there can be nothing else, man. You're you're close close the blinders, man. You're you're one focus on that, and now I mean. I, I'm, I, I hang out with friends still. I hang out with my wife all the time. I'm going on a date tonight with my wife and we always make t- set aside time every single day that we can hang out. And I think that's really important. Like I, I don't feel in any way that I am sacrificing my whole life towards, you know, out the water. Um, because that's not the life I want to live. And, and, and some businesses probably require that. And I mean, some businesses may, may, may need that. And, Look, if I'm not, you know, if this isn't going to be a multi-billion dollar company, then look, like, I, I, I really don't care. And uh, I, have, <laughs> I, have different, I have different goals than getting insanely rich. That's not the goal here. And yeah. so, um, anyway, I, uh, I think pri- make sure you set priorities on, on what you want to do and um, just be, being disciplined is, is, is key. I totally respect that, mainly because Jeff Bezos these days, dude, he's looking scary, bro. Stepping into the ring with that guy. Dude, he's looking jacked, man. <laughs> he's not only doing Amazon drop shipping or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah. No, yeah. No, that, that's funny. Yeah. He, uh, that's true. He, he's looking pretty big these days. <laughs> I don't know, man. He's got, dude, he's, yeah, no, he, he's on something. He's on something. The Mark Zuckerberg MMA videos of him like training. Uh-uh. I love Marky Mark, man. He's, dude, he's a vibe, bro. <laughs> he, he's got like the 430 club or whatever that he pulls up at the gym. And, and, uh, yeah, I think he's some part, is he a part investor in EOS or something? Or I has some sort of brand partnership. So. He's yeah, always, I, know. Yeah, yeah, I never yeah, even I, knew that. Yeah, he's, he's got something going on with them. Uh, but uh, he he is always pulling up there 430, mm-hmm. making making everyone that sleeps past 430 look like uh, <laughs> a wussy. <laughs> <but>, uh, <laughs> well, thanks, man. This has been 
Oh, you got a date. We got to get you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I would love to maybe talk to you further down the line and see how totally. this has grown. Or, you know, and if you've got a completely different business by then, there you go. There you go. It's still an awesome story. I'm yeah. sure to tell. But, yeah. Um, I guess just one last thing I'd ask you is what advice would you give to college students who want to start a business? You know. Man, take it, take it for what it's worth. It, you know, I, again, I, I can't emphasize enough how early this, you know, uh, everything I'm doing is, but it, it comes down to hustling. You got to want it more than anything you've ever wanted in your life. It, it's all, it's all I think about. It's what I dream about it at night on things I'm dealing with at work. Like it's, I talk about it with my wife, with my friends, with family, like it's all, it's all I do because just setting yourself up early. Um, and I feel like entrepreneurs, you know, really, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to like take uh, as an entrepreneur, you have a different mentality maybe than other people that are going into a corporate route. Again, both routes are great. I'm obviously biased in the, you know, as having started my own company and, Look, like this is this is your dream. If you're starting a business, it's because it's what you want to do and it's what you've, you know, maybe always wanted to do. And so don't let anything else get in your way. And, you know, I don't know. I, I, I think it come my biggest advice is to be ready to work hard and, and really put everything you have into it and um there's no excuses. So go out and get those sales. If it's it, you know, if it's I know I made a comment about all the snow coming in, but that's no excuse. You, know, you gotta, <laughs> yeah. you gotta, if it's not knocking doors, hop on the phones. And that's sort of been something that's been great for us is like, whatever it takes, man, it's cause it's going to take a lot out of you. But, um, yeah, the hustle, the hustle and the grind to, to make it happen because anyone can do it. Every single successful entrepreneur that you see out there started as a broke, you know, college student at some point. And so, um, why not? Why not you? And so that, that's sort of what keeps me going is, you know, at some point everyone was where I'm at and, and I, I'm going to get there one day and look back and, and grateful that I just hopped on the ride. Yeah. Well, yeah, again, dude, thanks so much for coming and recording. With no, I awesome. feel grateful you even reached out. So I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm late again. I was, no, no, <laughs> no. Totally you, um, is there, any like socials or like a website you want to plug real quick? Oh, have yeah, drink out the water. So drinkoutthewater.com. Instagram is drink out, you know, at drink out the water. Um, and then my personal, John O underscore Ebert. Uh, follow all of those and, uh, and hit us up and come check out our storefront that's opening in mid April. It's kind of what we're shooting for, but maybe a grand opening May 1st, roughly, you know, we're still deciding that, but we'll, we'll keep that updated on the socials so people should pull through, but awesome. you guys should come, you guys should come through. That's cool. All right. That's the pod.